Hello, everybody. I hope you're having a great holiday season. It is 7 p.m. on Monday, the 28th, and uh, this is Jen Springer. I'm a Young Living Platinum, and Monty's sitting here laughing because I'm not in the best cell zone, and I'm holding my phone in the air, (laughs) and I have it propped up with a big bottle of supplements. But I've been with Young Living since 2001, and here we go into 2016, and seeing what has happened over these 15, going on into the 16th year is absolutely astounding. And, you know, the products, as we know, are just top-notch. But seeing people's lives transformed, whether it is feeling great and having energy and maybe finally getting to that weight that people wanted to achieve for their whole life or people quitting their jobs so they can do what they love and travel or be with their family. And that's what Young Living is really all about. Young Living is a lifestyle family. And by choosing to partner with Young Living, whether it is full-time or part-time, it is really a great decision. You, you really can't go wrong with what we offer, and it's such a gift to what we have for people. You know, whether somebody is dealing with a situation where they're having some bill issues or their finances are really tight or they just feel like they're trapped in their jobs, we can offer a solution. And then you've got the person who maybe is trying to get back in their jeans from five years ago and they can't get in. Well, we have solutions for that too. It's just an, an incredible place to be and to be partnering with a company like Young Living with Mary Young at the helm and always the brainstorming and the ideas and the passion of Gary Young. It's really a company who has held true to their values for the course of time. And the last week's call we did with Jeffrey Lewis We talked a lot about that. So that was an amazing call. And in case you missed that one, go to OurSimpleTraining.com and under the Monday Call tab, you can listen to that call. It was absolutely amazing. There were so many good tips in there, and you definitely want to hear what Jeffrey had to say. It was just an amazing call. So tonight is uh, going to be a really good night. And if you've got anybody who you feel like should be on the line, go ahead and text them, tell them to get on. Because this is going to be, I even surprised myself when I wrote the outline. <laughs> I said, wow, I'm really impressed with myself. I make sure, I got to make sure I do all these things. So my team members, be ready. We're going to be working on all this stuff after we get uh, through this holiday here. And a couple of the things that we've got to wrap up is we're coming to the close of this month, if you can absolutely believe it. It's just like, well, where'd the time go? We're having a special with the Diamond Factory. Uh, which is going to be until December 31st. Now, for those of you that aren't familiar with that, the Diamond Factory is a training program that Monty and I have put together. It's where all the calls are archived. Uh, There's over 100 calls there, plus the 100-level training is free. All that is free. And if you want to be a free member of that. And then if you want to upgrade and get the specialized training, then there is a one-time membership fee, which is $97, and then you have access to all the new modules and the modules that we have already, and then there's training, and there's all this other stuff that goes with it, but that is going to be available until 31st, and then it will be going up from there. We used to have it as a monthly subscription, but we changed it because it was much easier just to do a one-time thing. So that is what's going on with that, and uh, let's see, promotions for the end of this year. Holy cow, we only have three days left of this. Well, kind of a little more than three days if you count right now. But if your team members have not taken advantage of this or if you haven't taken advantage of this, this is the best promotion that Young Living has ever, ever had. So for the 190 PV, you get, of course, the lavender oil, which is a 15-mil bottle. As we all know, that oil just does everything. I mean, it's just, you know, if you went in doubt, grab lavender or frankincense, as we like to say. But lavender, just it's just one of those that you always have with you in your pocket or in your bag. And the bonus for if you're on essential rewards is a five mil of black pepper oil, which is fantastic for cooking with, and it has some really cool properties. So you'll have to do some research on the black pepper oil. It's one of my favorites, and it's one of the oils that I used way at the beginning, and I saw some pretty amazing results with it. And I was like, just black pepper? (laughs) My whole life using pepper on my food and then realizing that it had incredible medicinal properties. So for the uh, 250 PV reward, you get the lavender oil, of course, and you also get, you know, um, they switched it over to getting essential rewards points or bonus points because they ran out of the lip gloss, and then you also get the black pepper oil. But the 
the major bonus here is once you get to 300, you get the 15 ml lavender, you get the, the, the points for the lip gloss, and you get the black pepper oil if you're in essential rewards. And you also get the Everyday Essential Oils Collection, which this value is over retail $270. It's incredible. They've, you know, we thought last month they did it with the diffuser, but this month they really outdid themselves with this particular promotion. So uh, for those of you that are new and you have not uh, gotten on the email list for these calls, go to OurSimpleTraining.com and subscribe. So then you'll be in the loop as to what the topics are ahead of time. And I've got other things that I put in those things as well, some specials and some articles and things of that nature. And also we have all the current um, recordings from the last four weeks on that website as well. If you navigate over to where it says Monday Night Calls, it will have the last four weeks there. In case you missed the call, things come up. Even if you're listening to this as a recording as well, that's why we record these things because sometimes things happen and there's multiple things going on at the same time. But that's where we have the most recent archives. And then all the older stuff, over 100 calls, like I mentioned, is on diamondfactorytraining.com. And you can actually download all those and put them on your listening device and be just you have a mobile university. Wherever you're going, you could be driving and streaming it through your audio system. You could be home working on the computer and be listening to training. There is no excuse why you cannot be trained. And there's a saying in this business, your income follows your personal growth. And if you're not making the income that you would like to make, it's because there's a few reasons. One is, A, you're not doing enough action. And the way you do that is you look, take your schedule, write it out, and show your sponsor or your upline leader, and you could say, hey, you know, am I doing enough here? The second thing is if you're not doing things correctly, that will also stop your growth, right? And the third thing is sometimes there are emotional blocks that keep people, their businesses paralyzed and small or hitting a flat line like I did for a very long time. And you break through those things and you look at your business and you say, well, is it lack of effort? okay, maybe it's that. <laughs> or can you kick up your action and you're not sponsoring anybody? Okay, do I need to improve my skill or am I having an emotional block that's keeping me from growing my business? So you can get a lot of training and we talk about all that stuff on the diamondfactorytraining.com website and you can get all those calls. Like I said, there are just tons of them. So go there and get that. So tonight is the Monday night call. We're going to go till. I don't know how long this call is going to be. We never go beyond the top of the hour typically unless it's just a few minutes. But this call is very special because we're going to be talking about the new year and planning for a new year. Now, this stuff can be applicable for any time of year, but we all like to look at a new year as a fresh start. Okay, I'm going to get my rear in gear, and this year I'm going to accomplish my goals, so let's lay it all out, okay? <laughs> and if you're brand new you know, in your business, this is a perfect time to do these steps because, like I said, I wrote out this outline and I was impressed with what I came up with, you know, and I'm like, wow, this is really great. I, mean, I think this is going to be a timeless call no matter what year people, no matter what time of the year people are listening to this, it's going to be very applicable, but especially during uh, a new year time, it's going to be really, 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 really good. So let's look at this. The first thing is what unfinished business do you have left right now? And that's going to be really important. What projects do you have to wrap up? Who do you need to call? Who do you, you know, what orders do you need to put in? Any system, you know, things like that. You get all that stuff wrapped up. So that's where we're going to start. So the first thing you're going to do, because I'm going to give you 10 different things, and there's a lot of things to do, but at least this is going to give you 10 to really get rolling. First thing is go through your prospect list and go through and look for people who are open-ended or they have been, quote, no's in the past. And if you're not familiar with the prospect list is, no matter where you are in your business, if you're brand new, you need to do this. If you've been around a while, you need to do this. And a lot of you have your list already and you've been working it over the years. And I give you a kudos and a high five because this is what keeps your, the blood of your business going and growing. And some of the mistakes we make as leaders is we start leading and we don't keep prospecting and talking to new people. So your prospecting list, if you're brand new or if you've never done one, you make a list of at least 100 people that you know. 
and it's easy nowadays. Just go through your Facebook, write down their name, email, text, you know, however, phone number, whatever is the best way to get to know that person or get contacted that person. Because nowadays we have so many venues. You know, not everybody's going to pick up the phone. Some people prefer texting. So you just you make your columns. And actually on the Diamond Factory training website, I have a training module on how to, to do this list. And I even have a list that you could print out where you can uh, use a worksheet and have, you know, easily guide you through this. But you want to have a column that has their name, how to contact them, and actually put it in there, their phone number, their email, whatever, their text, Facebook, whatever. And then you want to put in there what, what would that person be good to approach, either as a business person, talk to them about the business, talk to them about the product, or maybe they're a person that can connect you with, other resources. Maybe they have a classroom in their office you can use, or maybe they have a projector you could borrow, or maybe they know somebody who dot, dot, dot. So you want to kind of categorize people, or sometimes there are multiple things, and you want to have this list, and you start working through this candidate list, and you contact them, and you, you touch base with them, see how they're going, and then you can announce to them that you're starting your business, or you can announce to them that you're about to approach a new rank, and you're about to get a promotion. And, you know, you, that's how you work with people and get to know them and, and approach them through a way that's not like freaky call. You know, like a freaky call where you, they'll, pick up, you'll, they'll pick up the phone and you'll be like, hey, buy my stuff, join my business. You don't do that. But you talk to them, you see where there's a need, you fill it, and that's just the, the quick lowdown on doing that lead list. So you go through that list. If you haven't done it, do it now. If you've done it, go through and find out who are the no's, who are the open-ended people, and you contact them before the year is ending or, of course, as soon as we turn into the new year. So you go into that. Okay, that's the first thing. Unfinished business with prospects. That's number one. Number two is visit with your team and put a game plan together for the next year. So get them together, do a conference call, a Skype, a Google Hangout, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. If they're live, do it live. Get everybody together. Get everybody on the same page so that you can go forward in momentum. So you want to talk about events where all of you can meet new people, expos, trade shows, um, you know, social gatherings, whatever it may be that you're going to reach out and meet new people that needs to be talked about. Who's in? Who's not in? It's, you know, things of that nature. There could be online events, offline events, but you want to talk about how to meet people in that meeting. The second thing is events as in team building and team training events. Do you want to do it monthly, quarterly? Who's going to step up and help you? Who's going to rotate with you? I mean, you're not doing all this together. You're, you're not doing it all yourself. You're involving your team. And if it's a super, super new team, you all learn together. <laughs> okay, who wants to be in charge of registration? Who wants to do this? Who wants to help me with that? Blah, blah, blah. And everybody, you know, shines and has a piece of it so they have ownership. You've got events to meet new people and events for team training. And then you strategize to help everybody get to their next rank. And that is a, you know, I'm going to talk a little bit about that more in, in a little bit here. But you want to strategize about getting to the next rank have people get really clear on where they uh, want to go, which is huge. Because how do you know where you're going if you don't know where you're going, right? You don't have a destination. So I'm going to get really clear on that in just a minute of how to do that. You also want to talk about incentive programs and running ideas for running things to have contests, either for business builders and product users and also prospects. So you want to do that as well during this team building event that you're going to do. Like I said, on the phone, on the Skype, you know, you can do it multiple ways. Even a webinar where everybody can come in and go to meeting. So um, strategize the next rank, incentive programs. The next thing is team organized communication system. Now, this is a really big deal because I know for my own self, this is where I sometimes have struggles because I don't know the best way to get a hold of people. And so you got to get the information out there and you talk to your leaders and how do they like to disseminate information? Is their team a texting team? Is their team a call team? And you cannot rely only on email. You'll hear me say it a hundred bazillion times. You cannot just rely on email. So you want to sit down with your team and say, okay, we're going to have this call chain or text chain or whatever it is. 
So set up that in place. Okay, I call my first line leaders. They call my second line. They call the second line people, third line. They call their customers, distributors, blah, 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 blah. So you can set it up with voicemails. You can do call-em-alls, uh, which is a voice, you know, a text. You can send out actually the voice message, but you got to make sure it's not business-related where they wind up buying product. Um, that's a whole different topic. But you can do voice blasting. You can also do text blasting or texting, having people in your phone. There's ways of managing that where you can send out text messages. You can do a call chain. I call, they call, you know, they keep calling so that every, it's like playing telephone, right? Get out important information. Of course, there's also social media. So where are your people? Do you have a special Facebook group for your customers, your builders, you know, whoever that is going to be? We have a couple different groups on Facebook that we use to disseminate information and get, you know, stuff out there to people. So you, you got to get really clear and your team has to be cohesive on how the word is going to get out. And if you want to get really clear where there may be a breakdown in communication, run a special, do a drawing, and then see what happens. Does the word get out throughout the whole team? or does it get stuck and not promoted? You'll know who gets information out according to who um, you get action with, with, you know, in response to the, to the incentive that you do. It's pretty cool. And you know where you may need to improve on this communication throughout your teams because that's where everything falls apart is if there's the communication is it has a breakdown. So after that, you want to connect the team to a vision. So really hone in and have, you know, whatever your team is about, you know, it's, it, of course, it's about the products and feeling good and making money. But the second thing is, what is the bigger purpose of your team? And that's what I mean by connecting to a vision. Is it your team helps stay-at-home moms stay home? Or is it a team that helps people fund money for animal rescue groups? Or I know people who have teams built on being a prayer warrior. You know what I mean? So you co- connect your team to the vision. And also connect them with their own personal vision. So that is really what keeps the team super cohesive is that and also having a very strong communication system. And then the last thing that you may talk about is an advertising co-op or a budget. Advertising is expensive. And whether you're doing it on a newspaper, which I don't recommend, or radio, Facebook, whatever it is you're doing, if you and your team want to pull together to do advertising budgeting, you need to talk about it and say, okay, I'm going to do, you know, we're going to run ads and we're going to do it, you know, have a lead rotation system and uh, we're going to do it, you know, once a month and everybody's going to chip in $10 or something like that. You know, I'm just making up a number, but that is something else to talk about is if you're going to do ads and even doing trade shows and expos, it's still considered advertising. You have a booth that's $300. You got four people working it divided up. You know, what's people's budgets? You know, I mean, that's what you have to talk about in order to reach new people for the advertising budget. So there are a few things there to do to, to bring your team together in the first week or so of January for you to go over to get really clear and get cohesive as, you know, a group locking arms and, and reaching your goals. Okay, the next one, number three, is something that we all don't like doing, but we have to do it, is get your tax papers together. And and I know, I know, I'm hearing you just go, man, I don't want to do that. (laughs) Oh, Jen, I don't want to do this. It's that time. Try to do it sooner than later because if you've got a corporation, you've got to have it done by March 15th or your personal stuff, you've got to have it done by April 15th. But that it comes really fast. So get your stuff together financially, balance your bank accounts, pay your year-end taxes. Uh, It's always fun, right? And then make your appointment with your accountant. Get that on the books right away. If you've got an entity that needs to be uh, done by March 15th, then have your appointment at the beginning of February. You know, give yourself time because the sooner you get your taxes done, the sooner you get any money back if you are going to get any money back or the sooner that you're just going to feel better that you have it done. <laughs> Nobody likes to do the, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the taxes, but it's just a fact, you know. And, and you get it done, get your tax papers together right now, get your stuff organized, balance your accounts, 
pay any bills that are outstanding, just wrap all that stuff up so that you're ready for whatever's going to come in the next year. So the next thing is, this is what we all love to talk about. After we do the taxes, right, This is we're going to talk about fun things. Like number four is planning your next rank advancement and that of your team. So you can do this exercise with them. Do yours, and then I say do it with them because then you'll know how to guide them through it. But you can even sit down and do this with your, your upline leader as well. So start with where you want to be. So we're doing number four here, which is plan your rank advancement. So start with where you want to be by the end of the year. Do you want to be a platinum? Do you want to be a diamond? Do you want to be where do you want to be? Do you want to be a silver? You know, I mean, go with where you want to be for the next year. Okay, easy. So start with that, your next goal rank. Now you work backwards and you set quarterly goals. And then you even bring it down into monthly goals or even weekly goals. But I'm, I'm okay with quarterly goals because <laughs> 90 days goes really fast. So work backwards, take that big goal and chunk it down into quarters. And then look at those quarters and say, how much volume do I need in this month? How much volume do I need or this quarter, the next quarter and the next quarter and the next quarter so that you reach your year-end goal? How many new people does that equate? Which teams do I need to grow? Are there certain legs that you need to focus on? Because what you can do is, and I know my own statistics and volume over the course of time, my average orders are about $175. This is how you do the math of how many new people, how much volume do I need. My average person is 100. Everybody that purchases the average order is 175 it fluctuates a couple dollars, but it's usually been there for the last 15 years. So I have that number, and I also know my activity rate, which my activity rate is typically, I don't know where it is right now, but it's typically in the 30, 30%. Let me go ahead and check this right now. So you have what your activity rate is, how many people order out of 100 every month. So my activity rate is 35%. So if I have an activity rate of 35%, I have 35 people out of every 100 that order, right, of every month. So I can take um, 35% and then I 35 people out of every 100 and multiply that times 175. And so that is $6,125. And so what that means is I can then gauge my volume increasing. Okay, I need, you know, $10,000 of volume. So at $6,100, okay, if I even shot for 70 new people at 175 ordering every month, then I could see where I could increase my volume, if, if you know what I'm saying. You can also, of course, bring that in with new enrollments as well. So work with your people, increase your activity rate, which is the reorder rate, get more people on essential rewards. You can have a goal for that as well, plus your new sponsorships. And then have your goal as well is what PV do you want to sponsor new people at? Do you want to bring them in at the, you know, 100 PV just with a starter kit? Or do you want to bring them in at other levels and, and have that also a factor in your commission check? So these are all things that you go through when you are calculating and reverse engineering your year. And so I hope those numbers help you a little bit because, Unless you have the database, I've got the Wild Family database, which is amazing. Um, I can look at these numbers really easy and see my, my activity rates and look at, uh, you know, how much is the average order and et cetera, et cetera. It just makes things really, really easy to, to calculate stuff. So do that reverse engineering. Bring it down. You look at the whole year, break it down into quarters, get down to how much volume you need, how many new people, which teams you need to focus on. Break it all up, okay, and plan also at this time, and this goes back to what we talked about with you sitting down with your team, plan volume driving with contests and rallying your teams. And, you know, you can rally your teams and run in contests. You know, every, you know, whoever reaches these goals or those goals, you know, I'm doing one right now. If people reach their goals, um, everybody who is a new, um, breaks a new rank, it doesn't matter what rank it is. If they break a new rank, they go into the contest pool. And whoever has the most enroller points in that rank 
will also be that will be the winner. So you can do different contests and different volume driving events in order to do that. And then of course part of this number four, which is planning your rank advancement, is create a vision board. And those vision boards used to be really popular, you know, about 10 years ago, a little bit, yeah, right about 10 years ago. And there's still something that's really, really good to do. So you get a board, a cardboard, or even the back of a big box, you know, and you can go fancy. I used to do this in class when I would teach, and I had my students create a vision board of where they would like to see their business going. And I would have them cut out, you know, stuff from newspapers or draw stuff or write stuff on these vision boards of what they want. And I also had them set it up according to the the feng shui um, bagua map and you could just search it online feng shui bagua map and you can print that out and that's the same pattern and layout that i had them do their vision boards you know family in one area career in another area uh, you know things like that self-recognition finances and i had them do it according to the feng shui bagua map and i will tell you what <laughs> i know a lot of students that achieved what they put on those maps it was really 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 cool so that's number four. Number five is, and this is something that we don't think about, and I thought, you know what, I want to get really clear on this myself this year, is what is your budget going to be for continuing education? Like I said earlier, your income follows your personal growth. If you're not making, and the ultimate reality is you make exactly what you're worth. And it sounds this sounds sometimes a little brutal, but it's the truth, you know, and especially in network marketing, this is true. So if you want to increase your paycheck, you increase your skill and your knowledge and your personal growth. So you've got to budget this out. What can you afford, right? So the first thing is convention. Make sure you have convention at the top of that list. How much is that going to cost? Figure out your flight, your hotel, product buying, blah, blah, blah. Typically, it's between one and $2,000 invested in your business. But statistics prove that their hands down, people that go to convention make way more money and go through the rank advancement between those that people that don't go. So you want to get to convention. You budget that. How much money do you need to save every month to put it aside? Start that now. I mean, you should have started that last summer, but if you haven't started now, how do you break it up? You know, et cetera. That's how you want to plan that budget. The second thing is you want to plan product training. Getting to your regional events, the nature's remedies, you know, things like that. Don't go too crazy because, remember, your team is going to look at you and do what you do. So if you're going to go and get a master's degree in nutrition or massage therapy license or, you know, become an aromatherapist specialist or whatever, that's not real duplicable, okay? But if you want, you've got to have product knowledge to some degree, of course. So get your product training. Or if you don't have the budget for that, make sure you get the books that you need to read. Budget that in. How much, you know, where can you get the information so that you can read and learn, okay? So the third thing is professional training. You've got to have that as well. And personally, I think professional training is more important than product training. I know many of you are gasping because of that. But at least with product training, products, I can look stuff up. I can print stuff offline. You know, I can print out products information sheets. I can go and have those as simple resources that are printed. Professional training is going to be my soft skills. You know, those are the things I can't, you know, in order for me to talk to somebody in an elevator, like you know, do those elevator speeches, I don't typically open a book and say, hold on a second, let me open my book and do the elevator speech. So you've got to get your professional training on your, especially your soft skills, because you know, it's like I said, it's just a reality. Your income will follow that. And you, nobody can take that away from you either. If you have the skills, no matter what you do in life and what business you do, you're going to have those skills that will follow you. And it, trust me, they even help in your family situations when you have these skills on how to talk to people and how to, um, you know, work with teams and how to uh, troubleshoot things and stuff like that. So some of the ones that I think are really good, of course, are like Network Marketing Pro, the Mastermind events, the No Excuses Summit, Danny Johnson has events. You can also get CDs and tapes and audio, you know, um, MP3s and videos. I mean, there's so many things, but figure out what your budget is and then accordingly get the training that goes with it. Find a trainer you love, and you can also have events around this with your team. If you've got a local team, have them come over, put in a DVD, 
have everybody chip in $5 for the DVD. You know what I'm saying? You can get creative with these things, and you can train your team at the same time. So you want to have your professional training, and you want to have a budget for that as well. If, like I said, if you've got a really strong local team, you can have them over and make a, a team bonding event with that as well, which is pretty cool. Or teach your teams that are not local to do this, and they can, you know, have their own groups doing their own things in, in their local environment as well. So it's really, really cool. And as your teams get bigger, you'll have teams all over the country guaranteed. And then, you know, if you've got team members that are open, you can have people from within your own teams even share and do co-trainings together. But you want to have that professional training for yourself, of course, is, is just really, really important. And then, of course, then have your teams, uh, if they're local, join you with those. But budget that out as well. So you're going to budget for convention, product training, and professional training. Very, very critical. Um, and like I said earlier, you also have the Diamond Factory training, which is uh, a place you can also get your training and your uh, increasing your skills and things like that. So number six is streamlining your processes. Like, what did you say, Jen? <laughs> so you reflect on your year and what made you frustrated, okay? So what could make your life easier in the coming year? So streamline your process. And what I mean by that is look at social media. Are you sucking, you know, like all this time is getting sucked into Facebook or Twitter or blogging or whatever it is? Look at that. How can you streamline that process? You know, can you connect your site? Sometimes, you know, you have it where I was just doing a new YouTube channel today, and I connected my Twitter with the YouTube so that every time I post to YouTube, my, it sh shoots out a little thing to Twitter. And you can connect all these social media sites so they can cross-post to each other. You can also manage them using Hootsuite, which is just one particular service you can do. There's a couple other ones that you can have as well. But you can find services where you can manage your social media in one place as well. So connect them and then have them managed as well with a tool like social, um, Hootsuite. I was thinking of another one, and I almost said that, but I'm just going to keep it simple. Hootsuite is um, H-O-O-T-S-U-I-T-E.com. And you can you know, go there and learn how to use that tool. Make your life easier. Make it streamlined. You don't want, you know, a lot of people think many of us who appear, quote, to be on social media a lot, we're, we're not. You know, we get um, certifications at certain times of the day, and we also think posting automatically using a tool like Hootsuite. So there's one thing for streamlining your process. Another thing is, are you micromanaging your team? Are you doing everything? This is a huge mistake that I did at the beginning. I did everything for everybody. I never taught anybody how to do their own stuff. And, and, to, and I did all the mailings. I did all the phone calls. I did all the classes. I, you know, I did everything. So what can you empower people with? Who has what skills and talents? Who can help you do different things? You know, that's, that's what you're going to do here. So back off on the micromanaging, okay, and then look at how can you streamline your time. Another thing is looking at your calendar with this micromanaging thing. You know, if you've got team members that need coaching, get them into the calendar versus losing a lot of your time and streamlining your process. You know, bunch people together with that calendar. You know, if you've got, say, Monday afternoon from 2 to 5, that's your slot you do your coaching calls in. Or you might have some mornings or some evenings. You want to have this organized and streamlined so you're not getting calls all throughout the day. And also limit your time in your calls. Get down to business. Get done. Respect their time. Respect your time. So it's very important as far as that whole micromanaging thing. Um, number three is look at yourself honestly. Do you need to outsource anything? Are you at that point where you need to do that? You know, maybe you're working full time and you're growing and living part time. So how can you get out of the mailers? How can you answer all your emails? Da, 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 da. Is it worth you investing in somebody helping you with that stuff? You pay somebody five, ten dollars or ten dollars an hour. I had a helper that was about ten dollars an hour I was paying that person. So it, they did a lot of the you know, helping me organize stuff, doing mailers, doing labels, checking emails, just basic stuff that would free up my time to do other things. Is it time to have somebody that's in-house with you or even a virtual assistant? 
that is where you have to look at yourself honestly. And are you to that point? Are you just so buried you can't even see straight? Well, maybe it's time to step up and bring on a helper. And that is uh, is often a very confusing time because <laughs> it's like, well, what do I do? How do I outsource? What do I pay them? You know, is it time to do that already? Is it too big? Am I too small? So look at that. Streamlining your process. Is it time to outsource anything? Are you micromanaging? Get your schedule in order. Get everybody together in their in their meetings with you, and then check your social media as well. So number seven is. Beginning of the year, make sure you make an appointment with your upline mentor. Very, very important. Now, you sit down with that person on the phone or in the live or in Skype or however you do it and go over things with him or her. Go over your new year plan, the stuff that I'm telling you to do. Go over the plan with them. Have them troubleshoot it. You know, see things from a different perspective. What's worked for them? What's not worked for them? Okay, so go over the plan. Maybe they'll look at your plan and say, you are way conservative in what you can do. This is how you could step this up. Or they're maybe looking at you and going, okay, maybe we need to readjust these goals. Okay, so make sure you go over this with your upline mentor. Number or letter B I've got right here is go over where you're stuck. So reflect on what's happened in the past year, or if you're new in your business, same thing. We all have these things. Go over where you're stuck, and then get insight from your upline mentor. So sit down and say, hey, I'm doing this and doing that, and I'm hitting a wall. What do you think? Have you had this happen before, et cetera? So go over the plan, go over the stuckness, and then ask serious questions and take notes. How did he or she get to where they were at? You know, how did they get through hurdles? How did they, you know, pop through the ranks, et cetera? How do they manage their team? I mean, obviously, if you're part of their team, but are there other things that they're doing that you're not sure about? So it's a really critical time to ask questions. And that's a good idea to ask your, you know, your upline in general, upline leaders. Call those people. Make an appointment and sit down with them and go over. Ask questions. It's really, really you know, I did that when I first started my business. I made multiple appointments with the upline that I had in my team that were very large distributors. And I asked for their advice. And I still have those notes today. And they're still good advice. And it was some advice that got me to where I was going really fast. And some of the stuff I forgot and then I got stuck. So it's really important to make that appointment with your upline mentor and go over things, ask questions, take crazy notes, and then even look back at the end of the year of next year, and you'll be so surprised at what they said and where you're at in their wisdom. So that's number seven, make an appointment with your upline mentor. Number eight is get your calendar. <laughs> now, we're at the end of the year right now, but you want to make sure you get the new calendar for the next year if you haven't already. Many of us are going back to good old paper calendars. I just think it's easier to sit down and look at it, but some people use Google Calendar. Or they use some other online managing time devices. That is fine. Whatever works best for you, you know, whether it's something on your phone or something on your computer or tablet or good old paper, get your calendar in order. Mark off. This is how you schedule your calendar. There are certain priorities that you need to have. First is you've got to mark off personal engagements. So what I mean by that is like things like church or um, a date night, uh, current, your current work if you have something that you do outside of your business. You know, you just go through the things that can't change. You know, what time do you go to church or what time do you do this? That goes in the calendar first. The biggest priority is making sure you've got spiritual time and self, like, sanity time, okay? And you also put in the second thing is your date night, you know, your dates and your, you know, how you and your partner, you know, connect. You make sure that's in the calendar. And then you also have things for your kids, you know, do you, if you've got kids. Or if you have animals, you know, however, whoever's demanding your time. So you've got to put those things in there. How, how long will you spend with them? Or if you notice that half your schedule, because you look at it on paper or on a calendar and you see half your time is driving kids all over the place, you need to look at that and decide how can I make this more streamlined? You know, can you involve a partner to help you? Can you involve um, somebody else that's doing that event? You know, they swing through the neighborhood and they could pick up your kid and then you can pick up their kid another day. So look at that and schedule that time, you know, get that down. And the last thing you put in there is when do you work? When do you work your business? 
you know, what days of the week are you going to do um, personal calls? Which days of the week do you have to prep for a newsletter? Which days of the week do you need to get out and, you know, and hit the street and go talk to people or do workshops or classes or trainings? You, you put this all in your calendar, and that's how you schedule your time. So you're going to have all this written out, and then you can fill in. You, know, you may even block out, okay, I've got 10 hours a week, two hours here, three hours there, three hours there, and two hours there. And then you can, within that time, then you need to figure out what do you need to be doing in that time. Now, remember, there's a rule that is it's not bendable. 80% of your time needs to be talking to new people. 20% of your time is management mode. So if you've got in your calendar, I need to clean my office, I need to fold my laundry, or I need to fold my laundry, I need to fold the, the papers for the newsletter, I need to do, uh, you know, create a manual for my team, and, you know, all this stuff, that is that's management mode, okay? That's in the 20% of your time. 80% needs to be talking to new people. And if you can't come up with that, again, you've got to look at streamlining your process, and you also need to maybe think about hiring somebody to do that other work so you can get out there and talk to new people. Your business is not going to grow the way you want it to grow if you have 80% of your time is not talking to new people. So that is very, very critical. So remember that when you're scheduling your time for your business, uh, when you're looking at that calendar, okay? So there is that. Now, whew. I'm losing. I gotta catch my breath here. That was a big one. <laughs> so with your work hours, make sure you schedule in some breaks. You know, to stretch or to make sure you have lunch or to have a you know afternoon tea or something like that. Because I'm the type of person that will sit at my computer for nine hours and then I get up and I can't even walk because I'm like cramped from sitting there. So you want to, like I said, you want to have prospecting time. You want to put in there follow follow up time, team training time, emails and internet should be scheduled on there phone appointments, and live appointments. Let's just give you some idea. Um, another one is big training corporate events. Get that on your calendar. When's convention? When are regional trainings? Get that all in that calendar. Get your team calls. Get the Monday night call on there every Monday night. Make sure that it's on there. Make sure you get your team on there. Get the mailers on that. You know, if you're going to do quarterly mailers, Put it in that first quarter, you know, what, what month are you going to send that in? And make sure you put on there, time to do mailer, and put that in your calendar. Also, incentive programs, you know, make sure you put those reminders in your calendars. It's time to do this because all of a sudden, six months goes by and you forgot to do an incentive or, oh, my goodness, it's been a year since I did a mailer. Ask me how I know this, okay? So do, make sure you do that. And then have your personal enrichment time in there as well which is your everyday learning. You know, when are you going to take time to read or listen to stuff? You know, that's important so that you don't forget. You know, people, the worst thing that I hear is, and I've said this before and some of you have heard it, to me the biggest four-letter word is the word busy, B-U-S-Y. Because people will say, I'm so busy, I just can't do anymore, I can't. No, when people say they're too busy, I know immediately they are mismanaging their time and they need help with that. So when, yes, you can be busy and efficient. You know, like they say, people that are um, busy are the types of people that you want in your business because they get stuff done. You want something done, give it to a busy person. So when somebody says, and they make the I am so busy excuse, that I think they can't do something, that's their excuse. It's the way they lie to themselves to make themselves feel better. Um, just know that they are having time mismanagement issues. So be sure that you, if you're feeling overwhelmed, and quote, busy, just step back, get out your calendar, streamline your processes, ask for help, you know, get really clear on that. And some of you probably didn't like what I just said, but it's just the truth. Figure it out. Everybody's got the same amount of hours every day, and how can Richard Branson have 400 companies and uh, be able to still have a life? Okay, well, you've got one company, maybe two, <laughs> so it may be a job. But, you know, that's, that's like, how do we do this? And look at other entrepreneurs. How can they do all that they do? It's because they have got time management skills, and they also have help. Whew, that was a big uh, soapbox there, everybody. <laughs> so number nine is investments. Let's talk about that. We never talk about that. So number nine is where do you want your personal finances to be by the end of the year or within the first half of the year? 
So let's look at investments. Now, I'm not going to give you investment advice because that's just not where I have my talents and skills. But make an appointment with a financial planner or speak to somebody that you know that has really good financial plan. You know, somebody who's doing very well and they're, you know, they're debt-free or close to debt-free, at least with their personal junk. I mean, they may have investments and, and things like that. They may be leveraged to make money, um, as they like to say, as uh, Robert Kiyosaki likes to say. You don't want to be debt-free necessarily, but where people are not, you know, in, in over their head with unsecured debt and things like that in their own personal life. So you want to make an appointment with whoever you know that's going to help you get to where you want to go. So a financial planner or somebody who's done really, really well for themselves. So with every check, make sure that you are auto-deducting a dollar amount that you can afford to go into an investment fund. Okay, so this, I'll give you a little bit of advice to go with. So make an appointment with a financial planner, take an auto-deduct that you can pull out of your bank account and put into a... Um, you know, some type of investment account to get yourself going. And then put yourself on a budget for your personal life and your business and get that, you know, going all together. If you need, like I said, this is where a financial planner may help or somebody who has a lot of really good experience or there's a lot of really good books out there, you know, how to do a budget not for dummies. You know, there's books on that. Or you can even search it online. There's a lot of stuff you can find to get you, you going. But one thing you want to not forget about, especially if you're working full-time even now and Young Living is your extra, use Young Living to get your, um, your investment profile rounded out. Whether you're paying off debt, take an X amount of dollars out of your check, and then the other X amount of dollars goes into investments to build your future. So it's really important to do this part as well. And number 10 is review your progress in relation to your goals on a regular basis. So when you review your goals, do monthly. And if you're on track, celebrate. You know, have a little thing that you, you even have on your goal sheet. If I get this goal, then I get a massage. You know? <laughs> if I did this goal, my quarterly goal, I reach that goal, I can go take a one-day vacation at the beach. You know, I mean, something like that, right? And then if you get your end year goal, what will be your I am so awesome reward for that, you know? And, and you can have even silly stuff, but, you know, things like that need to be really tracked. And so you get that all down. And that goes back to even earlier when we talked about setting your goals. Make sure you're reviewing your progress as you go through each quarter, every month, you know, six months, however you set it up for yourself. Make sure you're reviewing and then you give yourself a reward. I was reading something recently that actually showed it was talking about increasing dopamine in your brain. Okay, <laughs> This is the light reading that I, I put in my head in my personal growth. But one of the things that they said was one thing that dramatically increases dopamine in the brain, which is the feel-good neurotransmitter, is having checklists and following the checklist and accomplishing those things on the checklist. Just doing, having an organization and doing everything like I'm telling you to do, having that all laid out, achieving those things, checking things off, actually increases dopamine, the feel-good neurotransmitter in the brain. So if not anything else, do it for that purpose, right? So here are the list of things. I'm just going to go over them real quick for you just so you can go through and make sure you have them all numbered correctly. Number one is go through your prospect list and get any unopened people or open-ended people or people that have said no, revisit those people. So that's the first thing you do before the new year or right at the beginning of the new year. The second thing is visit with your team, put a game plan together for the next year, that the next coming year, okay? Sit them down and go through all the things that you want to go through, which I mentioned earlier, but that's number two is get your team and do a huddle and plan that next move that you guys are going to do. Number three is get your tax papers together and get to your financial person. It helps you with that. Get your bank done, all that stuff. Just get that stuff taken care of. Number four is plan your rank advancement. Where do you want to be in the end of the year? Where do you want to be mid-year? Where, you know, so you, that's what you do and you work backwards. Number five is continue educa your continuing education budget. What is that going to be? Set that up, you know, with your financial stuff your personal, your personal professional training, your product training, and, of course, convention. Number six is streamline your process. 
reflect on your year and how are you going to make your life easier for the coming year. Number seven is make an appointment with your upline mentor and even set up regular appointments and get that in your calendar, which is number eight. Number eight is get your calendar together, get your time management under control and get rid of that word busy, okay? Get rid of the word, get your everything organized, your personal time, your date time, your work time, your kid time, your, you know, shopping time, whatever it is, get that all organized and do your very best with that and try to bring it out as long as you can. I hear from so many people, oh, I forgot it was Monday night, and tonight's the call, I always forget. Get it in your calendar, right? I mean, that's, what, that's how people show up. And they say that the people that show up to events and regular trainings are the ones that are successful. And one other thing I want to put in there is make sure that no matter where you're at in your business, even if you're new, that you commit to your business for two years, at least two years. They say four years, you know, the four-year career. But give yourself time because if you're just brand new and if you are, you know, two months from now, you're all of a sudden not, you're, you didn't hit your goal, a lot of people quit because, oh, they beat themselves up. So make sure that you've got that here in your plan as well. So number nine is investments. Where do you want your personal finances to be? Get yourself on a personal budget and a business budget. And number 10 is review your progress in relation to your goals on a regular basis. Okay, so there you go, everybody. There are the 10 things to rock your new year, okay? And I know these things are tried and true because of my own experience. I've seen so many people do these things. So I know you're going to do this. Now you've got the information. Now it is time for action. Get started tonight, at least with one thing. Start with one thing tonight, even if you just get your calendar. <laughs> Literally, just get it and be ready to start filling it in tomorrow. All right, so I'm going to say goodnight to all of you, and thank you so much for listening. And let me go ahead and open up the lines. Happy New Year, Mary. Thank you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you. 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 Th